Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Hello, chickens. Oh, my God. I'm very excited to welcome into the Theory Dome. I don't know why I've called it that this week, but now that's what it's called. <laughs> Please welcome the host of Whovians, my bestie, Rove McManus. Oh, Adam, any excuse to talk Doctor Who with you, you know I'll always do it. Good to have the show back. And a good episode. What a first episode. Oh, how exciting was it? I am still reeling from the... What I think were, I, I didn't count them, but it felt like nine cliffhangers in one. <laughs> yes. As you, as you rightfully pointed out um, in your reactions to the first episode, all of a sudden you're like, yeah, that's right. The guy in Liverpool, London, that is digging a, just a myriad of tunnels. He's down nine. Nowhere with his big mutton chops. <laughs> The cliffhanger when you just get a a slow zoom on somebody's face right at the end, you're like, oh, right, yeah, yeah. still digging tunnels. I have a terrible theory. It looked amazing. It looked money. It It looked so good. I have a terrible theory about the tunnels. Um, So old mate Crystal Face, uh, Mm -hmm. who I think is called Swarm. Um, I don't know if you remember... Back at the departure of Sarah Jane, Eldrad, who also was made out of crystals, the hand of yes, fear. Yes, exactly. And Eldrad's hand was found in a quarry. <gasps> was it in Liverpool? Who knows? And Eldrad, well, look, our, our first um, transitioning villain, if I'm not yes. mistaken. So was, was, very was a fun. woman, then became a man in the final yes. episode. Yeah. I, um, I mean, it can't be Eldred because the Doctor doesn't remember them. So, like, I was thinking there could be something with the Doctor at some point because Claire has obviously mm. said, oh, we have met each other but at a different time. Claire has now been touched by an angel and she is... <laughs> she's been zapped she's, off to Nana Reese, Della Reese. She's been zapped, zapped off to uh, walk with a really bad... Um, <laughs> What, like early 90s? Um, I think, yeah, late 80s, early 90s. <laughs> and Andrew, um, the angel of death. <laughs> that's right. 
So I have a feeling that maybe she's back around that time in Liverpool and yeah. the, the doctor is, keeps coming in and out trying to find her and keeps oh. appearing, reappearing in the tunnel. And so Dr. Mutton Chops with his top hat keeps tunneling towards the part of that then moves to somewhere else. And so he's trying to find his way to the doctor who oh, keeps moving around. That's, that's what I'm good, thinking. That's about. a good theory. I I also, because, you know, he said he was digging for cataclysmic devastation or what, whatever he was calling it. Um, I'm like, oh, has he unleashed the flux and it's just coming back home to roost? Oh, haven't we all unleashed a flux at some point? It's <laughs> quite cataclysmic. The, the flux did look like a morning up. Maybe he's trying to dig up, uh, maybe he's trying to dig out a bone that Dogface buried at some point and like all dogs has just forgotten where it was. I don't know. I put it here somewhere. <laughs> I'll dig up the whole yard. Oh no, that's a, I didn't put a bone out here. That was uh, that was uh, the other house. <laughs> now I have uh, I have a theory that obviously Please. we know we the division, as I recall from the timeless child, are hmm. the people who interrogated the um, well the character that we have assumed is the doctor, but they also took the. Anyway, they're the mind the Ruth washing doctor, the fugitive people. doctor. People. Yes. Yeah. So um, we still haven't really had proof that the timeless child that Tektuin found was the doctor necessarily. Mm. Um, the only I mean, person the master who said it was, but the yeah, master has said that. Lies. And then when we were looking back over the the files, there was it was all very glitchy, and he just went, mm -hmm. "Trust me, I filled in the gaps. It's you." <laughs> But what if it wasn't the doctor, it was the master, and therefore our timeline of the master is all wet, out of whack. So there are pre-Delgado masters oh. that maybe this is one of, and dare I say the brother and sister could be the master and the Rani and their original form. Ooh. I'm interested in, obviously, there's the, well, we've met before. If only you knew who I was. You don't mm. remember. I have all the power because you don't. Um, I'm and it's the final battle. I <laughs> thought there was going. I, I was right on the edge of my seat that maybe we're about to get another big reveal, like we did at the end of Skyfall, uh, Spyfall Part One. Yeah, and then and then it, it didn't come. So I went, okay, this is going to be interesting as to who, possibly as to who this turns out to be. But knowing Doctor Who, it could just be we've invented a new supervillain that you never heard of before. Who is mad with some glitter eyeshadow? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love anyone who's part amethyst. I think it's a great look. It is a good look. I love, I love amethyst man. <laughs> that bit where he where he sucked that woman into him to become amethysty, that mm. was terrifying. Like that was like... all of the graphics in that, and just and that's going to be interesting to find out why some people seem to be completely disintegrated and others he mm. sort of takes in. Seemed like there was a bit of a regeneration going on, even to the point uh, prior, that's how I read it, that he's, mm. he's obviously taken on a different form. But even in the credits, there were two different actors playing the two versions of him from pre and post taking all that on board. The fact that, that he's called Swarm implies, like, you know, more than one. Oh yes. So maybe true. he's sucking in different people, and he's the amalgam of all of those. You know, a bit like the Eleven in Big mm. Finish. Um, one one thing of my I... favorite villains oh, anywhere in Doctor Who. So amazing. Good. And beautifully um, played. I was wondering 
because they're you know she was with the division the the woman that came down and was protecting and making sure he was locked up mm-hmm. so are they time lords as well even though the dog face man was part of the division and he's not a time lord yes well we still haven't got we still haven't found out exactly who the division yeah. is um and the whole idea of who are the time lords has kind of been turned on its ear so it feels like this and also what's caused the flux um there's a little bit of uh vinda being in his little space observation place called rose that he called rose which is yes i, I wonder whether that's just to give fandom something to, to chew feel. over and get excited about yeah oh and but also maybe he, that was there to make us think about when she shot the vortex energy out we're like oh we know how powerful this is. oh it's done nothing <laughs> <laughs> it made bad wolf once and now it's done nothing <laughs> but him saying i just want to send another message to you know i never hear back from from you guys but mm. once again thank you very much for sending me here and um screw you essentially was the message yeah. um but who is he sending those messages to who has sent him there yeah um, is it a prison is it a punishment or is it just a really mm. crappy job <laughs> yeah <laughs> Day day two thousand and whatever, still looking at space, and it's still very spacey. Yes, it's a beautiful view. Thanks for the view. There's nothing else to do. <laughs> and also Claire having her. Oh, of course, I was going to meet you on this day. Mm. Um, so whether that's um, when it comes to weeping angels, we know how it works. When someone goes yeah. back in time, and then they come back forward again. But she. Yes, how she seems to have jumped forward. She doesn't necessarily look like she's aged forward, like our... Um, unless she also is immortal of some, you know, description, like a Captain Jack or a Time Lord. And because she said, you know, I've come here the long way round. Yes, which we love in Doctor Who. We which love that phrase. I, I went through normal time. <laughs> uh, but then also getting back to our, our crystal-headed friends, um, the house that die was taken into yeah. was impressively bigger on the inside and yeah, it had a whole quarry in it <laughs> yes. so whether she was transported or whether that's a it's not the first time we we would have seen a house as a tardis in doctor Who. yes yeah i mean there was a house in the very last episode there was a house of, that's right a TARDIS, so. it just happened to find itself a vacant block and none of the neighbors <laughs> seemed to notice a new house there the mark. That's what, that's what and, the, and the master's shed, his flying shed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> his Wizard of Oz shed. They were, <laughs> they were flying in the tornado. <laughs> what did you think about uh, old mate Dogface? Uh, I, I loved him. I, I get strong sort of Nardol vibes of yes. a fun bit of comic relief. Not too silly. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, but to the point where I would be very happy for him to stick around for this run. Yeah. And I always like it when we go somewhere new uh, on Doctor Who with a with a, a, a relatively fully formed character, well played, very funny. Yeah. Um, that uh, I I would be very happy to see him again, a dog warrior race. The fact that he sniffed it, <laughs> he would sniff everything. <laughs> sniff everything. <laughs> Just made me laugh. When his gun wasn't working and he's like, oh, I'm going to sniff it. (laughs) What do you think is going on with the many doors of the TARDIS and the leaking black goo? 
Yes, the leaking black goo is interesting. Um, I guess, well, to me it suggests um, that our uh, dimensions, because obviously the the inside and outside of the TARDIS is all in... in They're in different places. You get on the tin, it's the relative yeah. dimensions in space. So the flux is obviously messing with time and dimensions in time. So that's that to me was, that's why perhaps with all the flashes we've seen of returning villains, it's something to do with the Doctor coming in and out of different times and dimensions once Ooh. the flux has kind of taken over everything. Which again, watching the flux take out a planet was amazing. With people on it. Like normally the planets get taken out and you're like, oh yeah, there's probably no one there. And he's like, oh no, there's people on that one. Oh, do you know what I was thinking? That would have been such a great opportunity just to get a little flash of, I don't know, <laughs> Mavellans or something or... yeah. You know, we've, we've seen Jadoon, but just to sort of see a, a bunch of classic monster sensorites running around or something, if you're just going to see a random planet get I'm, attacked. I'm right. surprised we didn't get a proper Chibnall scene where you have a really nice scene where there's a family and they're all having a chat and everyone's lovely and his grandpa's calling the daughter and, <laughs> and then... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> there's a everyone who has a chat about their mum or some sort of family business in this show. Like in the, in the Revolution of the Daleks, like, how's your mum oh she's good i'm just gonna drive my truck now and be killed <laughs> well we did have our dog faced friend saying don't mention don't mention my mother mention my, yeah because he knows. why because <laughs> he knows what happens <laughs> he knows we cut from the series <laughs> i'll be dead by I'll the end of the episode I'll I'll the, there's only six episodes just let me write this out right out loud <laughs> Uh, and I'm very excited that we have uh, Sontarans next week. Yes. Um, and I love that Dan Starkey is back as our Sontaran, which is very yes. exciting. And he seems and, to be the boss now. <laughs> yeah, and I thought initially that they were going to be a little more serious because they look like your mm. classic era, um, especially Sixth Doctor-looking um, uh, mm. Sontarans. Um, could see the tongues back too. They're yes, creepy I little. They that. love a lick. They Ugh. need a bit of lip balm the old sometime. <laughs> so I thought they were going to be back to being a bit more of the warmongering bad guys that they used to be. So the mm. fact that there's still a bit of humour there, um, yeah. you know, and, and shouldn't that be just a rule for all of the galaxy? Let's not dwell on the smell. Let's just just not <laughs> keep banging on about it. Um, but I liked, I liked that. I liked the fact that they, they look different, but there's still an essence of the classic and the modern uh, Sontaran together in this new version of them. And I'm very excited to see where they go next week when it's going to be more dedicated to them. I know, I'm very excited. Well, will you come back and do the final episode with me Absolutely. and see how it all winds to. up? Oh, exciting. So yes, now that now that we've made all of our predictions, we can watch an episode six and go, yeah, now they were all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I never picked what the timeless child was, and I dare say we may never find out. So we'll, <laughs> I look forward to just getting some sort of resolution. Would be good. Hopefully, where one... will the tunnels lead? We may never know. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, one of these eight cliffhangers will have a resolution <laughs> by episode six. <laughs> All right, thank you, darling. Big air kisses. Good to see you. Mwah, 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 mwah.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.